Trinity, got Furhat. Nice. Daniel is in. Good morning. Morning, Daniel. Good Hello, to meet morning. you. Hey, Chris. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you. And good morning to everyone else who's on our spaces. Thanks for joining. Good morning. Um, good evening if you're in Singapore. And I don't know. Good, good early streaming morning if you're elsewhere. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's get started. Um, yeah, so happy to see you guys. And this is our first ever Big Bender Spaces. Um, so I'm your host, Ruben. You guys may have um, met me before if you have come to Singapore office um, or online. Some, I'm, I'm the one handling socials for big channels with my team. So super happy to be here and just kick off this new series. Um, so this is a new series of spaces we'll be doing on Thursdays where we invite community members, um, tokens, blockchain projects, other people in the space to come on and talk about all things crypto. And something that I, I can guarantee you guys is that for each session, we'll be giving away um, some special rewards. So yeah, I hope you guys um, find this series um, useful and I hope to see this uh, spaces grow in the coming weeks. Um, yeah, and for today, there'll be a simple activity that I'll be sharing later on that you guys can do to stand a chance to win uh, one, one Ethereum, right? So yeah, do, do, do keep a lookout for that. So, yeah, for our first session, um, we were thinking like, what, what better way to kick this off than to get our community on board to chat with us, right? I mean, um, you guys are the ones who have been supporting us across the past four years and spreading the word on the things we've been building um, and doing. So I think uh, without further ado, we're going to welcome um, Chris and Daniel. So guys, um, give them a emoji clap to, to welcome them. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Daniel, thanks for joining us. Uh, maybe we can start off with um, uh, Chris. You can give us a brief uh, introduction about yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Christian. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I'm from Slovakia. And I'm working in the field of assurance and uh, auditing in Vienna, in one of the big four companies. And I also have my own company in Slovakia. Uh, I'm also a pilot. And yeah. And also a crypto enthusiast. Uh, I'm in crypto since 2020. Wait, so, what, yeah. Chris? You said that you're you're in a big four um, accounting firm, and you have your own company, and, and you're a pilot as well. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's that's crazy. How how, how do you <laughs> end up doing all three things <laughs> at once? Yeah, and I also have like my own podcast in Slovakia, so there is like a lot of things that I do simultaneously. And yeah, and it's also partially thanks to thanks to crypto that I could fulfill my dreams to become a pilot. That's awesome, man. Um, hey, drop drop a link to your podcast in, in the in the comments below. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's in Slovak, so I think the most of, of you guys wouldn't understand it. Ah, okay. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. Thanks, Chris. Um, hey, Daniel, your your turn. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Daniel. I think many, many uh, here know me from the community. Um, I'm uh, 38 years old, <laughs> so a bit older than Chris already. Uh, I work at uh, I work for uh, as a system architect for a large German company. <laughs> Who knows me uh, knows where. Um, 
and I'm uh, in the crypto space at around the same time as Chris, a bit earlier since 19, since 2019. But yeah, it's uh, been a wild, wild ride. Um, quite nice. <laughs> Not much to say on that, actually. I'm based in Portugal, but I work for uh, for Germany, so it's. Uh, not very, not very far from Chris actually at this moment. <laughs> nice, yeah. I find it so so amusing that uh, you guys introduced with your with your age as well. Um, yeah, it's kind of like like we're on a dating show. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks for the intro, guys. Um, I just want to tell everyone that there'll be a Q and A session later. So um, please type your questions in the comments, or if you feel like saying it out instead, um, during Q and A time, just uh, request to speak. All right. Okay, uh, let's get in the heart of uh, today's session then. Maybe let's start with um, Daniel. How did you first become interested in crypto? Uh, well, I think as uh, many here, uh, my first contact with crypto was, well, based purely on profit. Uh, I had some colleagues that in France that already owned crypto uh, way sooner than me. Uh, and they were always saying, uh, speaking about the, some of the crazy returns that uh, there that had in the last bull market or even even in the previous one. Obviously, it was quite tempting, tempting to to not enjoy that. So, I first start uh, on the crypto world in, in 2019 uh, with Bitcoin. Obviously, uh, I think it's. The sweetheart from everyone that enters at the first uh it it did not go well <laughs> i have to say uh, no i was it, it i entered with uh, a few money not not very much but um unfortunately for uh, like many in the space i was like uh, well I, I got scammed obviously it wasn't very much money so it didn't it didn't bother that me uh, but i have to say that the that rug pull feeling, that betrayal feeling, uh, that one endured. Uh, anyone know me, knowing me from the channels knows that I'm very vocal against uh, scammers and so on. Uh, so I, it, uh, my interest in crypto uh, cooled off a bit on that after that. But I have to say that uh, my colleagues continued and uh, they had really good returns. And I was like, okay, probably I need to... To make the same kind of, uh, I, I cannot jump on this so lighthearted uh, as I did at the first time. I need to have a bit more of a head on this, so I decided to to give it another try. But this time, I spent my time doing my my research uh, to trying to find a, a good project. Actually, I have um, because I already had uh, it wasn't my first. Uh, how should I say? My first jump on the investments world. I already had my my retirement plan set. I already had the uh, stocks, bonds, ETFs. I had a, a lot of things because my my company allows me that also. So I had uh, this kind of. Uh, I already had the habit to perform uh, thorough research on things. Crypto is a, a bit of a wild world uh, today. Not so much, fortunately, already, but. Still, we see some bankruptcies and so on. But uh, at the time, it was more of the, I started having it with the same care that I had with uh, my other investments. 
because I'm, I'm actually trying to fire uh, up to 45, 46 years uh, old and, and, that, and that age. Uh, the, the recent downturn on the markets uh, hurt that a bit, but I'm still on track, so I'm, I'm going for it. For it. I, I actually started uh, with that as soon as my, I entered in my company and uh, I had uh, my stock options and uh, my retirement plan, which is funded also by the company and so on. I maxed out everything, so I'm quite on track uh, despite the crypto downturn. Uh, and I, I decided, okay, I'll give another shot to to crypto. Uh, and I decided to to do that to research. And um, I started actually. I found DeFi chain because at the time I had um, I already had my masters in international business. Uh, actually, I'm uh, by the way just to 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 set things up. I'm I'm an electrical engineer, so nothing <laughs> nothing about finance. And I later turned to to business. So um, therefore, a master is in uh, business in, in international business. Uh, and my start my my taste for finances uh, started growing from there. And then I I decided to to found some something that to uh, uh, should I say that. To, completed that part because I already had several investments, but nothing on actually on crypto. And therefore I decided to, okay, finance is, is, is my thing. I like it. So let me see if, uh, if I can find something on this. Uh, and I nice. actually so, almost by accident. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yes, you were saying? Yeah, Daniel. So this was before, after your colleagues introduced you to crypto. It was the second time round, right? After you got scared yes. the first time. Yes, oh, okay. second time on. <laughs> yes, and I decided, okay, let me check something on um, a field I'm more acquainted of, not to, for pure profit, but something I can actually understand uh, and that can make sense to me. And um, I almost, uh, how should I say, almost by accident, I like fell on um, on DeFi chain. I started seeing the when looking something about uh, finances, decentralized finances. Uh, and assets tokenization, uh, which is kind of, uh, I shall say, uh, something new in the in the mainstream media today. And uh, actually, at that time already uh, on the roadmap, uh, we already saw DeFi chain with that kind of intent. So I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. Uh, I joined the channels. Uh, I installed a, a wallet. I made some tests. Uh, checked where it was. Uh, actually listed uh, but it made sense to me and it was a fork of bitcoin so i was like okay maybe that, uh, more secure I, the more i i read about it the more i interacted with the community more sense made to me so i decided to okay uh let's join this uh, and i tr made i made some tests also because either even if it made sense to me we need to to make sure that things are okay legit and uh, at the time i was quite suspicious <laughs> for uh, understandable reasons. Yeah, that's so naturally, I, yeah. Yes, so I decided, okay, let me just like throw it 50 euros, <laughs> it was at the time, and uh, take it off immediately. Okay, it's, and it worked. Okay, yeah, I wasn't rug pulled, it, everything worked fine. I was like, okay, this, this seems okay. I joined with more money. I started taking quest, uh, asking questions in the groups. I started um, answering also questions in the groups. And uh, later, I actually 
went all the other way uh, because usually I know that users in the community go usually first for for bake, and then they actually when they get more knowledge, uh, they go for uh, for DeFi chain. I actually went basically the other way around. Uh, I found bake, and I was like, okay, I don't have exactly the time to be as sometimes so technical. At the time, I had my my desktop wallet installed and so on. I was like, okay, I think bake it's uh, it's probably a better, more suited solution for me. I didn't, didn't want to have exactly the all the all the trouble, let's say, it, all the work uh, of dealing with the updates and so on. So I was like, okay, let me join Bake. I was already had some uh, trust built on uh, on DeFi Chain Channel, so it was a logical step. And uh, then I entered for uh, at Bake, and uh, ever since it's already from more than two years. Uh, I've been I've been with Bake. I've been investing DCA every month, and uh, well, I'm actually quite. Uh, quite happy with the experience until now i currently i think it's the community is amazing both at bake and defi chain channels and all the satellite groups satellite groups it's uh, it's been quite an amazing experience i enjoyed i enjoyed it thoroughly um, and uh, well i came for a bit profit at the time and i end up <laughs> staying with uh, for the community and so on it's actually quite nice. Uh, I currently own uh, two master nodes already. I could have more, but uh, I had to diver- diversify, obviously, to, due to the bear market. So, but I'm quite I'm quite happy with the experience. Nice. Basically, this is my experience uh, for the moment. Yeah, that, that's really cool that you mentioned DC um, because I mean. Uh, for those who are big users, you guys already know that we just launched recurring buys at the start of this fund. Uh, for those who are new to us, um, Bake is a platform where we really simplify um, crypto um, yield farming for you. We have uh, staking services, liquidity mining, and things like that, where you can really put your crypto on our platform and you get to see your rewards transparently on chain and things like that. So do check us out. And, and then it's, it's so cool that you mentioned the community aspect as well, because we do have our community team community team here and they do a fantastic job and I see some really familiar usernames that I respond to on Twitter on an almost daily basis so really happy to see you guys here and I mean in, in the current um, bear market the community really gets to set your mind straight right when when you listen to the FUD and stuff like that you really need a strong community to kind of remind you of why you started in the first place um, yeah I love it I uh, love, love your story I think we'll, we'll go a bit a bit deeper later into some of the things you shared um but i think right now let's just uh yeah let's let's talk about uh chris so chris how, how do you yeah. get started yeah. with crypto i actually started in a very similar way than, than daniel that my first experiences were also not so positive so because obviously first when i heard about cryptocurrencies that were disguised like bitconnect and uh uh, (laughs) what's up what's up what's up yeah exactly so it wasn't so positive i was really skeptical first and then um, my first experience where when i really invested in the cryptocurrencies it was on on eToro and of course i as i'm a millennial and i also wanted to get rich quick i did leverage (laughs) trading which ended up badly it it wasn't even 24 hours (laughs) till i get liquidated oh man so (laughs) yeah so this was uh, but it, it was like a stupid mistake and uh, obvious 
So, but that was my first experience. And then uh, later on, uh, I started to get, it was in 2020, I started to get these uh, advertisements on cake. So, and uh, as I'm coming from the, from the financial field, I was really interested in the notion to have uh, cashback on, on your assets. So that was the biggest motivating factor. And uh, at that time, as a, as a new beginner and new joiner, it's, it's a little bit difficult to get in right away. So I started actually on Coinbase. And uh, from there, I was sending some, sending Bitcoin to, to Cake DeFi. Uh, so that, that was my start, actually. And I started with a small amount. And it, it went well. And then I, I was confident again that I can take hands into my own uh, or take matters into my own hands. And then I, I downloaded this uh, the self-custody wallet to my PC. And it was at that time, it was uh, also a little bit more complicated for, for a not um, technical technical guy uh, to manage uh, the own own wallet. Because there was these dead files that you had to save. And uh, of course, uh, I managed to, to lose that file. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, fortunately, it was just, uh, just just the half of my investment. But back then it was it was quite a significant amount. So so the first two experiences were bad, but that uh, then in the end of twenty twenty one or to the beginning or to the nearing the end twenty twenty one, there was like the it was shortly before the DEEC tokens should, should uh, uh, be employed or deployed, and then yeah. uh, and many things aligned because also like a different provider. Uh, on the DeFi chain had the easy on-ramp and off-ramp uh, option. And also like the self-custody wallet for the mobile phones went out. So it was it was easier to manage manage the funds. So so at that time I went all in. Also because I, I liked really the notion uh, of having this this vault which you could leverage for, for having uh, borrow more funds. And, and uh, I had I was very lucky to even in the down downtrend of down market to to fortunately make the right decision and then and, and actually uh, gain in the end a substantial amount. So, uh, and from then on, I mean, I, I had just, just positive experiences. I, fortunately, I never was scammed, but I was, I was, uh, I was more cautious than later on after I burned my fingers in the beginning. Nice. I, I love how both you and Daniel applied um, TradFi kind of um, thinking to investments. Like for you, you were thinking about cash flow. Daniel was thinking about how he did due diligence. He did research on his investments before uh, he started reinvesting in crypto again. I, I love that because I think so many of us um, on BIC, we really came from that background. We have um, our stock investments, our bond investments, and then we just want to diversify into crypto. And BIC really offered that very simple way, um, very user-friendly way to get on. And Chris, it's so funny that you mentioned that you got in before the deep tokens launch i think that was in maybe late 2020 or um 2021 yeah so i i also got in into um dfi when when that happened but i did something really stupid i sold and then i put my money on celsius and guess where all the money gone yeah so well you, li- you live and you learn um yeah so i just want to uh, look back to this right this whole idea of um, getting started on crypto and and really um, not knowing where to start and getting scammed or bad, bad experiences and things like that. So maybe just want to ask um, you guys, what were your biggest uh, mistakes when uh, when you guys started investing in crypto? 
Uh, maybe Daniel, you can go first. Uh, for me, my my first mistake was definitely not doing uh, due diligence. How should I say? Not uh, not having not considering going for pure for purely for profit. Uh, not making my due diligence as I do as I did with uh, my other investments. Uh, that was definitely a mistake. And uh, joining anything like okay, no, this is going to to go well. I was used to. For my investments to to go well, so fortunately, uh, and I'm, I didn't even I didn't even think okay now this is have some probability of going uh, going bad. I was like man, the worst that can happen it's okay it goes up it goes down but that's that's the worst. Uh, well, it actually isn't. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely my my biggest mistake. Uh, due diligence. Crypto, who due diligence in crypto is as much or even more important than with tradi traditional finance. Definitely, I am way more careful with uh, with crypto uh, than with uh, traditional finance. Actually, although I always do make my due diligence, and um, still, uh, it's a it's an experience, <laughs> right? Uh, once I once I joined, uh, and although I have been the most amazing experience at Bake and with uh, with the fight chain, uh, actually uh, the the highs and the lows uh, really test your heart. <laughs> well, that, that takes part. Uh, for me, it's been quite a ride, and uh, actually enjoying it because uh, uh, my interest in finance even uh, got uh, got bigger. It grow. Um, Allow me to learn more and take more calculated uh, risks and steps, and uh, that's why I'm uh, fortunately I'm go I'm uh, I'm going well on my investments, and I wanted to to keep up, to keep that way. Fortunately, I'm in, I'm in this journey now with Blake, and I hope it continues for uh, more successful years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think. Hey Daniel, I want to learn more about what you're doing on your due diligence when it comes to crypto. But before that, just want to give a shout out to Nakeep. So Nakib is a, is a friend of ours, is involved in a very um, special project from our from Cake Group's um, research arm. Um, maybe Nakib, later if you're on space during Q&A, we can get you to, to talk more about that. Um, Alright, uh, so back to Daniel, you mentioned that you do more due diligence on crypto compared to your traditional stocks. Do you mind running us through what your um, due diligence uh, process is like? Well, basically, it's uh, it's usually I should say it's quite simple actually. It's using common sense, <laughs> basically. Okay, um, with traditional finance, it's let's say easy with some quotes, <laughs> but you all you know you always have much like Bake. Uh, you always have a, a strong financial institution behind that takes things seriously and, uh, well, takes their, their, share, their share cut, but they make the work for you. Uh, that gives you some peace of mind. Uh, with crypto, it's not so easy. So with crypto, I have to, with my traditional investments, I have to, okay, check some news. Uh, some of them, I don't even care at much because that much because, for example, my stock options in the company, it's, it's a more than established company. 
basically exists for nearly two centuries now. Uh, uh, basically, everything we do in our lives passes through it some in one way or the other. So it's uh, it's a solid company. It's, how should I say, it's something that doesn't bother me very much. Um, so I don't actually do much due diligence on that. It's perfectly established. On crypto, basically, I have learned, I had to learn almost everything again on what due diligence concerns. So uh, I check often the channels. Uh, I look for red flags. I look for the teams. If a team is not public or at least the, a core developer is not known, that's a, for me, it's a red flag. If it goes from zero to basically, let's say, to the moon, that's a really red flag. Also, it's not a, an organic growth. Uh, things go up, things go down. Perfectly natural. In the crypto world, I, I learned to get used to huge swings, but uh, still, a huge swing can be easily organic or not. And when, you, when I see going from zero to a hundred, like in a day, no, that's not that's not exactly organic. So I look for that kind of red flags. I look for public teams. I look for pres online presence, also uh, time, also obviously. I don't look for uh, for projects and teams that uh, appeared out of nowhere from night to day. Uh, I look for comments. I look for uh, app reviews. Basically, I go. How should I say? To where common sense takes me. I think this is something that everyone should do. And still, after everything that, and I did that with uh, DeFi Chain and with Bake, uh, I took, I can say that I took uh, almost two months before I decided to invest in Bake. No, no, no problems with that. I, I decided, okay, let me check. I saw, I saw reviews because at the time I am going to, to be honest, at the time, the returns and so on, that, that thing looked quite amazing and uh, honestly, quite good to be true. <laughs> so I was, uh, as considering my experience, uh, previously be experience, I was like a bit, uh, how should I say, with my, uh, my, my foot behind. <laughs> uh, so once I decided, okay, I, I decided I checked backgrounds of uh, of the people involved, of founders, of the of the any backing that there was, I checked the teams. I decided to to make my own opinion based on that. And uh, there was a time in which I think it was about two months after researching, after seeing all other alternatives, I decided, okay, I think this might be what I'm looking for, and I decided then to. To go for it and started with uh, once again as I did with DeFi Chain. I started with a small amount. It worked. Okay, the return seemed good. I tried to withdraw. Everything was neat, uh, perfect. So I said, okay, let me put more. And uh, once again, I repeated it. Everything was okay. Then I said, okay, uh, third is the time. So I decided to go with uh, a more considerable investment at the time. Uh, it's been. Uh, Basically, at a, during a year uh, and in the platform, in the in that time, it was enough for me to to basically to level my my initial investment. I removed it uh, because well, we always need to to take that profit sometimes, to, even to keep us rolling. And then I decided to uh, work with rewards, and uh, 
it's been like that ever since. I just DCA every month something. And it's basically that's my due diligence. It's always check the channels for uh, looking for red flags like uh, uh, pump, pump, pump. That's a big no. Uh, nothing goes up always in the same way. Nothing goes down all, uh, every time. Uh, things go up, things go down. That's healthy. That's natural. That's a dynamic market. And that's what I'm looking for. Uh, public teams also. I I need to be sure that there are public teams that they are well known, uh, that they don't appear from out of nowhere. Uh, founders, uh, what kind of finance financing there was in the in the beginning of any project? Uh, development activity. That's something that I I honestly enjoy in in Bake and uh, in DeFi chain also. Uh, as a DFI holder, um, it's uh, it's it, it's non-stop basically. So that's nice. for me. It's also a reassurance, even when the even when the price is going down. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. I see that there is a commitment with the chain. I see that there is non-stop development. For me, that's a, a deal breaker. When there is no development, uh, it's I think it's time to move on. Uh, and I don't see that stopping at DeFi chain in that bake. So definitely uh, my way to go. Nice. Thanks, Anu. I think, I mean, common sense is... Um something that's so important but i think maybe sometimes when we make mistakes because we don't trust our common sense we just promote into the latest um tokens or the biggest pumps and we end up losing our shirts and i think one thing uh daniel that you said that's so important especially for crypto is to find info on who are the people behind the projects i mean it's not like stocks where the companies are listed and you get to see the finances and things like that so i think that's a very good point that you brought up that we need to see who's behind the projects and whether they have any organic growth, who's backing them, who's funding them, what's the token distribution like. I think great great, great tips that you, that you gave there. Um, Chris, Chris, what about you? What, what, do you what, what do you look for when you invest in crypto tokens or projects? So I, I would definitely agree with Daniel that the, the due diligence is very important. For me, also a little bit of the technical aspects are, are important as well. So, so what kind of consensus method is used? Uh, what kind of layer it is? If it's a layer one or layer two solution, and and stuff like this. And uh, so, so definitely due diligence is important. And also, what I found out what was my rookie mistake is not to look at the at the real world world use case. So, if it doesn't solve any problems, then the token is basically probably useless. Or maybe it's a too strong word, but but it has to have at least some some real world uh, use case. So these are uh, these are the things. And actually, my my investments are quite uh, small. So I'm not in many projects. I have like a very limited amount of projects, crypto projects I'm invested in. Nice. Actually, on on that note, Chris, do you mind sharing with us what what do you have in your crypto portfolio at the moment, and you know why why do you yeah. choose those um investments? So so I guess the biggest I have three. The three big positions. So one is uh, DeFi chain, one is Ethereum, and the third one is, is Crypto.com. It's just the third one is. I mean, the, the DeFi chain is, is obviously the, the DeFi system. I, I'm from the field of finance that I come from. It's the most interesting. So for me, just the, the notion that you can invest in stocks uh, through a, through a, this decentralized system, it's it's amazing. 
uh, Ethereum is this kind of uh, crypto, uh, how to say, this is the building blocks that you can work on it. So you can build this step uh, and other stuff. So so that's why and the third the crypto.com is just because of the of the uh, cashback. The cashback if you, if right. you pay with the, the crypto cashback. So this is something that is uh, right now missing on, on DeFi chain. I actually was also interested in bringing it into DeFi chain. But but it was is a quite yeah. complicated uh, endeavor. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but we'll have to wait and see if they build it into DeFi chain. Uh, but yeah, I remember those days um, during the bull market when Crypto.com was giving insane rewards on their cards and things like that. Um, good, good times, man. <laughs> good times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who would know that they would change that? Uh... Yeah, they nerfed it. Yeah, they nerfed <laughs> and reconsider. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Daniel, I'm so curious. What, what do you have in your crypto portfolio and, and why? Uh, well... At the moment, I only have three. <laughs> uh, Bitcoin, as uh, well, basically, it's. I think everyone knows why it's. Uh, it's the most oldest. It's, it's proven, and it's basically it's the one. If there is someone, uh, some that has the, the potential to grow up, and uh, by the contrary, almost or nearly virtually no no hypothesis of going to zero it's bitcoin and uh, so yes i use it as a safeguard as a my safe haven on crypto uh, at the moment it's my in crypto in my crypto portfolio is my my biggest holding at the moment to count like 60% easily wow. of my crypto portfolio uh, second is a DeFi chain, is DFI, obviously. Uh, I have the two master nodes uh, at the moment. Nice. Uh, because, well, DeFi chain happens to be my, my sweetheart. It was actually the one that uh, allowed me to, okay, enter again in the crypto space uh, with trust. Um, and despite the value, I don't actually at the moment, I don't care much about the value. I know it's a bit down, uh, quite down actually, but uh, I see, as I said previously, I didn't. I decided to not convert it to Bitcoin because uh, the my two master nodes because it's uh, first of all, okay, it's my sweetheart. I know it might be a, sometimes a mistake to to get all all to something um, out of pure sentiment, but uh, I actually believe in uh, in what's being built, and I see, as I said, I see that development doesn't stop. So that gives me the needed trust for the future, and I also really don't um, don't want to to give up my voting rights. Also, so I decide to maintain the two master nodes in the on DeFi chain, and I will keep them. Uh, and yes, I, as I said, it's uh, the the development space uh, pace doesn't stop. So I believe it will uh, we will turn around probably even before a bit on the next bull market. Uh, and the third, it's obviously Ethereum. Nice. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's it's also something that everyone has. Um, not that I believe so much in Ethereum, like I believe in DeFi chain, but let's admit it: Ethereum is a colossus. It's uh, I, I I tend to list to only have quality coins, uh, so Bitcoin, Ethereum, and DeFi. Uh, for the for the obvious reasons, as for Ethereum, I have it because 
uh, and uh, despite the constant rug pulls that projects are uh, in built in it are uh, are uh, isolated are um, affected uh, I don't see that much happening with the upcoming DeFi meta chain. Uh, but uh, on Ethereum, I know this is a play, uh, yet I keep it because, well, let's let's admit it. It's um, it's a it's a it's powerful. It's a powerful ecosystem, and it's the one that has the other than Bitcoin, the the other that has the most upcoming potential. I believe so because. Uh, Quant, it has the most depths and so on built it on top of it. And quantity by itself is a quality. Uh, many, many things uh, likely in the, in the crypto space are dependent on Ethereum. So I think we have to be honest with ourselves and admit that Ethereum is here to stay. So it's also uh, a safe bet. It's not a case that it's too big to fail. Let's not uh, fall on that trap. But uh, if I have to choose between Ethereum, uh, excluding Bitcoin and DeFi chain on my case, if I have to choose between Ethereum and any other, I will stick with Ethereum. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's one of those cases of with if you are with the big boys, then you will be okay. Yeah, I really like what you're saying on Ethereum, the utility of it, and how many projects are building on it, how many devs are building on it. I'm just curious, have you looked at um maybe so-called Ethereum killers like um Solana? or Avalanche, or looked at L2s like uh, Matic, and what, what's your thoughts on those? Uh, on Solana, yes. Uh, actually, I looked at it. It was quite hyped at the time. I, I started looking at Solana when it was uh, still worth, uh, when it's just worth some, a few dollars, not the not so much as it once achieved in the on its peak, which I mean, it was hundreds of dollars. It was insane. I unfortunately for me, I lost that train. I was like, uh. okay, at the time I had at the time I had some uh, some quite investment on Ethereum, um, and I was like, okay, maybe Solana, but it was quite hyped. And uh, but um, I saw I, that was it. I just saw at the time I saw hype, hype, yeah. hype, and nothing very much uh, a bit of like in like i see now in for example cardano mm-hmm. uh, i saw a lot of hype uh, but uh, i still don't, uh, i still don't see very much utility in it i uh, sometimes i read news of okay this is being built uh, we are de- doing this but nothing gets out i mean does, i don't have the feeling that uh, i should say that what they are building is actually getting somewhere i mean you don't you don't see very much, and value reflects that lack of usage, and it's going down and down and down. Uh, and I don't see anything revolutionary from them. Uh, so I stick with my Ethereum, and uh, I think okay, I missed the train. Or for example, on Solana, yeah. Uh, to get that peak, I should have okay, okay. Let me just invest because the the amount, the insane growth that it that has was, yeah, on the bull crazy. market, it was yeah. like. Yes, I was like, okay, I should have bet. I don't know if a few euros, it will be quite. A few, it would have turned into quite a, a nice amount, uh, but I missed that train. Uh, still, I stick with with Ethereum, and it was a still it was a a good bet. Okay, I I actually with DFI and with Ethereum, 
I was able to, luckily, let's be honest, because timing the market, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a dream. Almost no one can do it. But I actually had luck with that. And uh, at the, bull, the peak bull market for Ethereum and for, um, for the FI, I was able to, to take some profit on the, on, the, on, the, on, the top of, on the peak of the bull market uh, without knowing that we already had achieved it. <laughs> And it was uh, quite a, a good amount of money. And then when it all go down, I've bought again the same quantity for much cheaper. And the remaining, I put it in my, I put it, I put them in my my traditional uh, finance stock portfolio, and uh, some of it in my retirement fund also. So because I also wanted, I also I always try to to manage to maintain my my portfolio percentages basically the same so if one side grows the others have to grow if one side goes down the others have to go down to to balance my plan on long term yeah hey daniel i i like what you said about taking profits maybe uh let's jump over to chris for now chris um do you do you take profits on your investments in the past bull market or are you still hodling what's what's your whole strategy behind this well to be honest i i, I was able to to take Quite a substantial amount of profits, but uh, then I, I reinvested. So of course, uh, I'm a little bit down. But right now, I mean, my stretch is to DCA and just to hodl as much as possible, not to take profit. So it depends on on the on the situation on the market. So right now, the the best time to to DCA and maybe in 2025 ish, maybe DCA out of it and take profits a little bit. So right now, my stretch is just to hold on and hodl. Yeah, how how do you decide when to take profits? Is it do you look like the technical charts or macro, or you just have a sense for it? Uh, I decide uh, the macro situation. So right now, I think we are bottoming bottoming out at the market at the crypto market. I mean, I cannot be sure, but still, I mean, as as I don't know where it's going, and I don't think it's right now. It, it's not the best time as as we are down. So that that's that's the how I orient myself. So right now is the best time to DCA. Nice, I I agree. Yeah, um, Daniel, what what about you? How do you, you know, take profits, or how do you decide when to take profits? Uh, basically, I just uh, I I have uh, my my Excel file <laughs> with my entry points and with my with me with my break even. Points in the usually I do I I take my profits uh, based on that if I achieved my threshold my desired threshold I just take them or if I see some uh, some good investment opportunity I I seize it also and uh, it uh, bugs me a little bit on my strategy but sometimes uh, when a good opportunity appears I I go for it basically I don't uh, I don't much uh, look at charts because uh, uh, although they are good for uh, traditional finance with really established companies uh, with balance sheets, uh, with uh, uh, yearly results uh, publicly available and fully disclosed. Um, I learned a bit on these years that with crypto, uh, we try to do that, but I think maybe other than Bitcoin, um, technical analysis tends to fail a lot. Uh, so I don't uh, I don't quite trust on technical analysis. 
uh, I go, as I said, I go for, uh, and also it's it's an imperfect metric, metric, but I go for community development, for the community engagement, uh, for the technology that's being developed as a way to measure the pulse and see, okay, this this is something that it's going to grow, so I'm going to invest in this and take profits later. Uh, I go more for that than to technical analysis because it's not uncommon if you go to, well, for example, for Twitter or other other crypto uh, other platforms where crypto is abundant, crypto information is abundant, and you see if and you can see the same chart being discussed by three or four guys under technical analysis, and one says, okay, it's going to them because of this. Uh-huh. The other tr- draws two or three yeah. lines well, more in front and says, no, no, it's going down. And the other, no, no, it's going sideways. I'm, and I'm like, okay, what I can understand is basically that no one knows what he's saying. Yeah, I think Fabio said um, before, like um, technical analysis is like um, astrology for men. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 already, yeah. I already heard that too. Yeah. That expression from him, and I tend to agree. Um, technical analysis works very well on time-proven assets uh, and companies. On uh, something that it's that goes that is so so much subjected to uh, insert coin army here. Uh, uh, it's um, it's not a very good metric. So we can actually grab a graphic and say, no, this is going to pump, this is going to to dump, and uh, either one can be can be uh, easily adaptable to that. You just need to choose the proper points that fit your narrative. Uh, it's not something that can be time uh, time proven. Actually, there is not enough uh, information yet. Other than Bitcoin, maybe because it has the needed volume, the needed, the needed scaling, uh, and the needed time already. Uh, Crypto-wise, uh, I don't see any other coin um, having so much available information for us to be able to mathematically say no, this is this is going to work or not. So my 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 take on that is always, as I said. Development activity, uh, engagement uh, activity, and the technology being developed, the use case, what does it solve? Because other than that, if it doesn't solve anything, and as Chris said, it's, that is uh, true, it will, it will not endure. Nice. Thanks, Daniel. Again, a very fundamental kind of take to this whole crypto investment approach. I like it. Um, okay. I think before we move on to Q&A, maybe one last question for the both of you. Um, can you guys share any, do you guys have any uh, daily or weekly routines you guys follow to stay updated with um, crypto news or market trends? I think maybe some of those here who are maybe new to crypto would be interested in, in finding out what you guys do. Uh, maybe Chris, you can go first. Yes, uh, so, so my approach is, because uh, right now as, as the market is moving sideways, I mean, the best the best decision is not to look too much into it because then if you know it's not performing then emotions can take over so, yeah. so 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 my strategy is just to dca right now not to look at it too much but i'm actually following up i'm i'm doing all the all the weekly uh uh bake twitter spaces all the youtube live so so that's that's what i do and uh maybe i mean the, the that's basically what i do i mean i'm not 
researching too much right now. And I'm also looking forward for the new MetaChain implementation. So, so that's something that excites me. But otherwise, right now it's not much uh, happening, I would say, otherwise. Nice. Thanks, Chris. I think Fabio would really appreciate it because you listen into Big Life. I think Big Life is his baby um, together with Julian. They get on to the research every week and really try to give you guys the best information possible. Uh, Daniel, what about you? Any routines uh, that you have to stay updated? Uh, not not that much at the moment. The market is really sideways. As basically the same as Chris says. Uh, and, and this moment... Uh, with this uh, sideways trading, I basically I just enjoyed the DCA ride, and which was uh, something that I already did it every single month. Uh, now with bake, uh, with the new bake feature, even more. But I stick to DCA, which basically it's my main strategy always. So I don't I don't care much on the market conditions currently. There's not enough volatility to to consider. Okay, swing in from one chain to the other or something like that. I just follow uh, Julian's tweets, uh, bake tweets, um, bake news basically by email. Uh, I use I use not that much Twitter to check some sentiment or some um, something like that, and I usually go uh, from channel to channel uh, me- measuring the polls. Uh, I check the news weekly uh, fireside to check. Uh, development news and so on not that much uh, i can say that at the moment uh, considering the the sideways movement for this for already for the time and i think it will start continue for some more time uh, i'm i'm just dcaing all the way in crypto and uh, i'm looking more at my tradfi investments because those ones are uh, are the ones that are uh, actually performing uh, better mm-hmm. now than crypto, yeah. so I'm giving uh, a bit more, uh, a bit more of attention to them. And once volatility comes back, then I will definitely go for uh, for my usual, my usual uh, due diligence. Nice, thanks, Daniel. Hey, um, okay, let me open the floor for questions. But I think before I do that, I just want to thank everyone who has been with us. Uh, we're almost reaching an hour and really thanks for coming on our first um, Big Banter to the Spaces. And I know I promised that for each Big Banter to the Space, there'll be a giveaway of some sorts. And today, uh, we, we did say that there'll be a chance to win one ETH, right? So let me let me just uh, elaborate a bit on that and how you guys can increase your chances of winning that one ETH, one ETH right? Um, so as some of you guys may know, we are running a campaign right now called Baking Hot Summer. Uh, so if you guys want to find out more, go to our homepage, big.io. Uh, there's a button on the top right-hand corner. You can click on that to see the details. Or if you can check out our app. There's a banner there for that. Right. So the idea is very simple. Um, we just launched recurring buys at the start of this month. And whenever you set up fixed recurring buys on our app, or you refer a friend who does so, you get tickets for our giveaway. And having more tickets means that you have a higher chance of winning um, when we do our lucky draw. Right. And then elite members get twice as many tickets, right? And last week, super happy to say that we just hit 1K DCA users last week and we actually gave out um, AirPod Pros to five winners. And then the next step really is to give out one ETH to one winner when we reach 2K users who are DCAing, right? So something special just for you guys for on the spaces. We are giving you five, we are giving five of you five extra tickets 
for the next giveaway, right? So five tickets is really a lot because most people just get one to two tickets every time they set up a recurring buy. So especially for you guys on this basis, by choosing five to give out five extra tickets, and it's super simple. Just you guys on on your phone, I'm on Twitter already. So just tweet DCA at big underscore IO. DCA at big underscore IO. That's our Twitter handle, by the way. Um, DCA Delta Charlie Alpha at big underscore IO. Right? So get out your phones, um, start tweeting, and we'll choose five winners to get five extra tickets for the next giveaway. So make sure you're a big user and you currently have recurring buy set up to qualify for this. Um, winners will DM you guys and get more information from you. So just take 10 seconds and do this. Um, and, you know, may the, bot, may, may the odds be in your favor and don't forget to tag us uh, if any of you guys win the one ETH, right? And of course, all the info you need to know is on your big app um, and on big IO. Okay, cool. So now that we're done with that, um, let's open the floor for any questions. So if you guys have any questions, just a request uh, to speak and and then fire away. Okay, we have uh right, BTC bacon. Hey BTC bacon, you're on. Uh, I think you're currently awesome. on mute. Okay. I did I just uh, unmuted. Hi guys. Nice. Thanks hey. thanks for having me on. I just have a question regarding the, um, the option for uh, DCAing and if it's possible to change the interval of the buying feature. As I think at the moment for once a month is a little bit low for me and I would rather like buy like even once daily or once a week would be great. Is there any plans for that? Oh yeah, we hear you. And I, I mean, our product team knows about this. Um, it's something we're definitely looking at. So, I mean, you'll be the first to know here if, if and when we launch this. Yeah, but great suggestion. I know with crypto, it's volatile. Um, more frequent uh, recurring buys does make more sense for some of um, the investors out there. Yeah. Great point and great question. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Any, any other guys here with any questions? Let me check our comments as well. Okay, I'm seeing in the comments someone is asking, I don't understand how to get tickets for the hot summer giveaway. I think he's talking about baking hot summer. Is there a structure? Um, yes, yes. So if you go to our website, there is a table right there that tells you when you DCA um, fix one month, you get two tickets. If you DCA fix one year, you get four tickets. And when you refer friends who do DCA, if they do flexible DCA, you get one additional ticket. If they do fix one year DCA, you get two additional tickets. And again, uh, elite members, they get double of that um, rewards. Yep. So it's much clearer on the website. Uh, if it's not clear in the way I explain it right now. So just hit the big.io and check out the landing page for that. Yeah. So, so maybe a good question would be, is there somewhere an overview where, where you can see all your active tickets or, or how much tickets you already have? Yep, that's a great point. Actually, um, I'm not sure if it's something that the team is uh, building right now. Let me check with them. Um, and yeah, we'll let you guys know. But we're nearing one month of our DCA campaign and we'll, we'll release um, like a leaderboard, a table to show you guys who are the top referrers, who's DCAing um, the most amounts. 
And for the rewards where we are at, you guys can always see it at the landing page um, how close we are to the next um, giveaway. Cool, I think maybe everyone is shy or maybe everyone is... Um, yeah, I know it's kind of lunchtime in Europe, so probably you guys had to get back to work as well. Um, yeah, maybe maybe just a just a question from me, right? Um, if you guys, Chris, Daniel, you guys had to restart your crypto journey all over again, um, what what will you do differently? Uh, maybe Chris, you can go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good question. To be honest, I'm thinking about it. So, I mean, if I if I would know how the market would evolve, so <laughs> I would. <laughs> time the market but otherwise I, I think I would do exactly the same as I did when I would be but it depends if, if I would start the, the journey at that time that I really started so in 2020 or if I would start the journey now so because if I would start now I would just just DCA and wait out what will happen but back then it were like different different uh, circumstances you know so the times were different so if I would be at that, back at that time, I would I would probably do the same and do the same mistakes. <laughs> I'm actually happy that I'm, I'm I did go the way or went the route that I went. So nice. Maybe, uh, but, but, yeah. Don't don't regret anything. Then <laughs> all the lessons were worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if if I wouldn't do the mistakes, I wouldn't be here. So I'm actually even grateful for for the mistakes that I did. Very wise answer. Hey Daniel, what about you? Uh, I have to agree with Chris. Uh, I will do it all, all over again because if it wasn't that, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, actually, I think things w could be very different, uh, but I'm grateful for what brought me here. Uh, I'll do it ev uh, all over again. I might... I might uh, correct one thing or other but uh, the essence would be there still I, I would do exactly the same thing because I in the end it was brought me it's what brought me here and uh, I don't regret that definitely nice well both, both very wise answers um, personally I, I would have done so many things different if I had a chance to restart my crypto investment all right um Hey, we're reaching an hour mark and I know it's lunchtime for some of you guys and over in Singapore it's in the evening. Um, hey, just want to thank everyone for joining us today. Um, super happy to see all of you for the first Big Banter session and, you know, hope to see you guys again in future when um, we, we have other guests on board. So if you guys want to come on, just drop us a DM or you guys know, you guys know our community managers, just let them know or if you have any projects that could be interesting, just let us know. We're more than happy to feature them. Um, and we, we do have some interesting uh, guests uh, lined up for the coming months. Uh, yeah, so uh, we hope you found this session informative. And thanks so much, Daniel. Thanks, Chris, um, for, for coming on board this session. So, hey, uh, take care, guys. See you guys at the next uh, Big Banter. Thank you very much for having me. Have a nice Cheers. day. Ciao, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be glad to for the next one. Bye.